Um, I was just talking to a guy I work with in Seattle, Michael Beanie, who's been on our other podcast multiple times. He said mm-hmm. that he knew somebody who went to high school, Hollywood high school with Stephanie powers mm-hmm. and they used to call her Taffy powers cause she was so <laughs> tall. <laughs> and I guess you guys, you guys know, I love, I mean, I don't love to actually eat taffy, but I love saying taffy and thinking about saying taffy. (laughs) I know that you loved thinking about saying it, but I didn't know that you loved saying it too. I do. I've already said, I've already said it twice during the run of the podcast and we're only how many episodes in? Wait for it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast on the internet. I am your devoted... Wait, no, I'm not devoted. Oh, my God. I'm your diehard romantic, (laughs) Eric Flood. I don't even know how to respond. Um, (laughs) I'm Ellen Ito, the actual devoted lover. And I'm Joe Garber, the expectant virgin. (laughs) (laughs) And this is episode nine of our podcast. We've done nine nine episodes. Nine. Happy number nine. We're just, we're just really going for it. This yeah. is, this is our life now. It really oh. is. <laughs> I'm just so happy to be with you guys. At least the most exciting part of our lives. I know this really is like a bomb for the week. <laughs> Twice a week at that. A bomb, B O M B, or a bomb, B A L M. Either one, either or. Both, both, both relieve stress. We're kind of a bag bomb. <laughs> Speak for yourself. As the bag, I'll just be the judge of that. As, as the bag. <laughs> I wanted to say uh, hello to the listeners that are following us on Twitter and on Instagram. Hi. And who are emailing us. Hi. Thank you so much for reaching out. We are so happy that there are people listening. We love every shred of attention. Uh, I, I Everyone's put out a, so nice. Everyone is super nice. Mm-hmm. I love it. And and everyone really is is. Standing for Stephanie Powers, and that, of course. we are all one hundred percent with you on that. How can you not? I can't. I want to meet the person who doesn't like Stephanie Powers. I don't. Oh, I that's don't. Not, I know yeah. that's not true. I can skip them. I don't want to live in that. Oh, world. I thought you guys were saying you don't like her, and I was like, that's clearly not true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I met too. <laughs> uh, to those of you who uh, saw my my tweet earlier. <laughs> asking what your dream uh what the dream cast for a heart to heart reboot would be uh please know <laughs> that we are <laughs> we are in no way trying to Ooh. improve on this perfect show not uh, possible it is not impossible possible. to make this better we agree uh we are all in agreement on that uh it, mm-hmm. i just thought it's a funny little thought exercise uh to think about other people like I, I for one today thought about Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy, uh, mm-hmm. do it like a Muppet Show heart to heart, which maybe there was <laughs> a sketch on the Muppet Show. I mean, there's a great Muppet caper, mm-hmm. it was a great Muppet caper, but uh, yeah, but of course, when I say that, I'm in no way comparing Kermit the Frog to Robert Wagner, nor especially Miss Piggy. <laughs> To Stephanie Powers. But they're, oh the, my God. I feel like we're just getting into the hole deeper and deeper. I can barely see the sunlight at the top. I, I mean, 
clearly it's an, it's an homage and an expression of love for the show and also mm. of the, the timeless appeal of the characters. It's really yeah. just a way of saying that you want more Jonathan and Jennifer and Max and Freeway, right? Yeah. That's what it is. It's a fun test to see who could ever live up to those names, which there aren't no, that many people, it. obviously. Yeah, we there are, really we, are many. We're, we're struggling thinking about even two that we don't even have two that pass all of our. No, no. It's always just kind of like a, a, a funny thought. But yeah, but we, we talked about it a little bit in the last episode. All three of us couldn't agree on two. No. I mean, right. Eugene no, we, Levy. We couldn't see. agree on tone or actors yeah. or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see. It's just fun to talk about. There's yeah. just no harm, no harm, no foul. We're not trying to take away anybody's birthright or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But I also feel like, Eric, you're very brave to put that out into the Tweetorverse mm-hmm. because those two seem like fighting words. Uh and apparently they are. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Any, but everything we're doing here is with love. Absolutely. Like you're the diehard romantic. I'm the devoted lover. Yeah. And, you know, just something else. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, Ellen? <laughs> you you know what you are. I know what I am. I think any words you put on Twitter are fighting words, though. Yeah, so. pretty much. Twitter's a fighting space. It's a uh, space but that, to that's, fight. That being said... Uh, interact with us on these. If I mm-hmm. when, when I put out these little questions, they're they're mostly us kind of seeing if we can get some interaction with you guys, so we can talk about it on the podcast. And we're we're talking mm. about doing mini episodes, maybe on the weekends, where we can we can talk about the things that you've sent to us and uh, your ideas for uh, furthering the legacy of Heart to Heart, uh, cherishing and protecting the legacy of Heart to Heart. And the yeah. fabulous Miss Stephanie Powers and Robert Wagner. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Because we'll fight anybody. Oh, yeah. We ain't afraid. That, that runs down heart to heart. We'll oh, fight yeah. them. Yeah, we would Just fight. like I said, we would fight any Remington Steel podcast. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I said that. But <laughs> if, they're, if you're out there, we're ready. Yeah, if you say anything bad about heart to heart, I will fight you on top of a semi truck. <laughs> Ooh, foreshadowing, <laughs> Joe. Very nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I see what you, I see what you did there. So today's episode, we're talking about Max in love. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get on with our minute Max. I'm Max in recap. love. And that begins with me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Max is on a lovely park stroll date with a woman who he wants to buy gold drop earrings from a auction for. Uh, He's not allowed to buy them from the auction because they were pulled, but then you find out that that Jonathan just made it okay for him to buy them. It was real sweet. She didn't want them, though, because she (laughs) is evil, and she was (laughs) setting up the hearts to get robbed, and these people came... And took everything, everything out of the Hearts house, which is insane. Um, the Hearts found all of their stuff. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm skipping the best part. Uh, Max goes over to his lady's house and there's a dead guy on the floor. Max gets bonked on the head and the gun gets pushed in his hand. He gets framed for murder and he goes to jail. The Hearts <laughs> find all their stuff in the auction house warehouse. They get on a truck that all the stuff is loaded onto and drive up the road. They have an amazing fight on the roof of the truck, and uh, Max gets out of prison. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. Wow. That was fantastic. Wow. I feel like I missed some stuff, but I think I got. Yeah, I we'll, think I hit the good mark. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll always miss stuff. <laughs> we'll never get it all. Uh, next up is Joe. Oh, me? Really? Okay. Okay. Minute Max. <laughs> 
Max is on a cute date with a cute woman. Uh, but non mysteriously, we discover that she's actually trying to rob the hearts, which maybe they could have kept that secret for the episode. I can't tell if that would have been better or not. Anyways, Max goes over to her house and there's a dead guy and he gets bonked on the head and gets put into a hospital um, wing of a jail cell uh, and the hearts get all of their stuff robbed. Every single thing is taken from their house, all of their furniture, except for their camping supplies, which were in the garage. So they make marshmallows and they find some pipe tobacco, which is like a clue, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then the Jonathan figures out that the woman that Max was dating Charlotte, I think was working mm-hmm. with the people that robbed them. So they go to discover that plot. He was also an auctioneer, I think <laughs> um, <laughs> they get on a truck and then they have a fight on top of the semi truck and they shoot a guy's windshield and that causes him to drive off the road and his car flips over and he definitely dies. The end. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think that was my worst one ever. Oh, suddenly I feel as if my mind was completely erased. So I'm just going to jump in. Okay. Max in love. So Max is on a date with a lady where he's like, oh, how do two perfect people meet each other? Oh my God. And then he wants to buy her some jewelry. So he finds these earrings that are from the 16th century and they go to the auction house and the auctioneer is Odo from Deep Space Nine. <laughs> and so then they go. And what happens is while they're at the auction, if something cute happens with the earrings, but while they're at the auction, their entire house is robbed. Like every single thing in their house is stolen by Daniel Trey Tronti, later of Hill Street Blues. <laughs> and so um, it turns out that Charlotte is not a great date because she's actually part of this ring of thieves. And so the hearts uh, gradually figure out um, that Charlotte's involved. Max gets framed for murder because somebody kills Daniel J. Travanti. And then uh, the hearts find all of their stuff still in the truck and then they're trapped in the truck. And then the greatest fight in the world happens on top of the semi-truck where they have a loaded shotgun. And um, then there's a terrible car accident and Odo just flips in his giant car like four times or something. And it's tragic. But then Max is okay. He finds another girlfriend. Bye. The end. Good job. I don't know why I said bye then. <laughs> he does find another girlfriend. I forgot he found that nurse. That I mean, was so hi sweet. You guys. Hi, you guys. I'm back. I know I said bye, but I'm back now. Oh, oh welcome hi. back. I thought you left. Thanks. Hi, how are you? Good to are see you? you. You've done something with your hair. Oh, I hope I, I hope I didn't miss the 60 second max. <laughs> you so, came back okay, just in time. Because this was confusing to me and slightly was Charlotte being somehow blackmailed by no. the guy to, to get into, to, to do this? No. Like th- she was completely part of this setup. Oh, I believe she but was. She ended up liking Max so much that. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. No, I think he right. was. She, she's, she's like, I was afraid that whatever the auctioneer was going to kill me. Her. I was afraid Reynolds. of him. And it's like, were you? Yeah, I think she Were was. You? I think she was. Wait, so she's with Edgar, who like walks around all insane with a gun and a weird windbreaker, <laughs> but she's afraid of the auctioneer. Yeah. Well, yeah. have you guys seen auctioneers and or people that work at auction houses? Because I'm not afraid of them. That <laughs> particular auctioneer had such intense coke mouth mm-hmm. that it was just like oh, the twitchy mouth. Oh when he's my god, uh, down the highway. But uh, the, constantly, like after he hangs up the phone, his mouth is just like he's just grinding his teeth and feeling them gums, mm-hmm. and at, like every moment that he's not speaking, he's just like, and I'm like, oh man. You got to lay off the blow, Renee. He's he, but he's like a 
Broadway actor. So I think he was just really feeling the evil. I think he was okay. really feeling the Colombian. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> Your jaw's going to be sore. And that was Rene Aubergenois uh, from MASH and from many uh, Robert Altman films. And Benson. And Deep and Benson. Space Nine. Yes, and Deep, Is he a Ferengi? And the Little Mermaid. Is he a Ferengi mm-hmm. in Deep Space Nine? Yeah. He is the Ferengi. Isn't he? Am I wrong? I don't know, you guys. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's, You're the one that brought it he's up. He's Odo. <laughs> Odo. Well, it seems like an important an important part of his resume, but he's like a multiple Tony Award-nominated actor. Okay. What about... So, who was... Charlotte was Max's date. Yes. Who was the guy that got murdered to her? Edgar was her boyfriend. Oh, yes. oh, oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. I didn't we can that. assume that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. she's like the honey trap. Yeah. He's the muscle along with those other two dudes. That, that guy. The auction house guy. And the auction house guy is the kingpin. That ball. I don't usually notice bad acting, but that bald guy is horrible at acting. He should not have been on camera. He should have been a crew member, I think. Oh, I found him kind of endearing. I really? did too. <laughs> I did not. I was like, I was like, he can barely deliver his very simple lines. I don't know. I, th- I he was he was playing dumb. I mean, they were they were kind of dumb. Yeah, like they were they were just muscle. Oh, maybe he's a really good actor then. Yeah, because I was like, that I guy's thought, dumb. I that guy's dumb. Because you believed that he was like a meathead. Yeah, I I felt bad when the other meathead guy. Uh, fell off the top of the truck, and I was relieved that he only just sort of rolled down yeah. the hill and didn't die. He seems I was like, fine. oh, thank goodness! I'm mm. relieved because he seems like maybe he just made a few mistakes. Whereas auctioneer is Mm-mm. dead. He dead, dead, oh, dead. Man. Yeah, he yeah, definitely died. Yeah, but who cares? Nobody hears <laughs> Ryan about It's that. funny that they couldn't. They, you know, they could never just show Jonathan shooting him in the head. No, because that would make you think poorly of Jonathan. Correct. And but although he very nearly shot him straight in the face. Yeah, yeah. he shot the windshield. So, the hole in the windshield yeah, he, was right in front he, of his face. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he's shooting at Jonathan and his wife. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I would forgive him if he shot that guy in the head. I think anyone would forgive him, but you can't show that a character doing that. Also, probably the the censors for TV. So you can't really show Yeah, that yeah. I think that's probably a rule. His head explodes. <laughs> 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 it's just like Pulp Fiction suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no! I would have thought that was a really a, cool with moment. A rear projection going on in the background. <laughs> they should have just had his car explode though. Just go off a cliff and do. I some, was hoping it was going to explode. Yeah, because they never really in every Heart to Heart episode so far, the bad guys get taken care of, but you never see what happens to them. They're just like, like the guy that got his head beat against the steering wheel yeah. and the line cop out. <laughs> Like 14 it's times. because who cares? Yeah, that's yeah, true. You only care about what happens to the nice people. Mm, that's true. Good and point. Max is so nice. Ugh, yeah. what, is, what a doll. What a, a charming doll Max oh, is. That mm-hmm. scene was so... I almost cried <laughs> when Max finds out that Charlotte that was working with... Oh. I was like so mm-hmm. sad. And Jonathan and Jennifer almost were crying too. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I know. For me, the worst scene, and perhaps I'm projecting, is the one where she's all, we need some space. Oh, yeah. And he's all, oh, oh, but, 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 but. And she's like, you just, I'll call you, whatever. And then he goes out in the hallway and he takes the earrings out of his pocket and opens it up and starts to go back. And then he's like, thinks the better of it. And I just thought, this is the lowest moment 
Mm. And then the the Charlie Brown music starts playing. The Christmas time is here. And then, and I'm like digging my fingernails into my palms and just muttering like, I'm going to kill that Charlotte. I'm a killer. <laughs> yeah. But, but then- you know who really has to get killed? Is whoever put Freeway into the cupboard? Oh my god! Oh, yeah. so we were we were pissed, furious. <laughs> they show when we heard when little hear Freeway the whining, and yeah. then uh, and the yeah. two meathead guys are weirdly smiling mm-hmm. when they're robbing the Hart's house. Yeah, they like. Take also, in this freeway. episode, you learn that Stephanie Powers is the only one who can pick Freeway up properly. Yes. <laughs> oh right? yeah. She just reaches down. It's completely graceful. She picks him up. Yeah. It's not the weird thing where Freeway looks the size of a goat or yeah. <laughs> people are wincing because Freeway is gigantic or just frantically trying to get away. Or like pulling she's his like, arms out of socket. And she's like, ah, Freeway, thank God you're alive. Or she doesn't say that, but she's thinking it. And then she's just, whoop. Yeah. Mommy's here. Oh, Freeway. Oh, Freeway. Freeway. It was a good Max episode. It was a good Max episode. I, I got a lot. We got a lot of Max. We got a lot of, a lot of shades of Max that I like a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I So... When when he's looking at the auction catalog, at the earrings uh, that he wants, yeah. when <laughs> this is my first note. When he said, "You know, it's between one hundred and three hundred, I was like, "Max, you got three hundred grand to drop on earrings for this yeah. woman." And then when I found out that it was three hundred dollars, yeah, <laughs> it's like, is that what sixteenth century gold jewelry goes for at auctions in the seventies? Maybe ugly ones. They were yeah. ugly. I actually, I don't, I don't know what people are are wearing in their ears in the 16th century. Because for myself, do you guys have pierced ears? No, I do. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I haven't worn earrings since high school. I didn't know that. Let's get oh. you some earrings. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't have pierced ears, so I, I don't understand earring. Yeah, especially dangling ones. That would be so annoying, and I, I would always constantly be thinking about ripping out of my ear. Sometimes I want to understand earrings, but I don't want someone to shoot a needle into my earlobe. <laughs> you could do it yourself at home if you have an apple. <laughs> right, I could do it in prison. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I have well, attached earlobes also, so I feel like it's just kind of, there's not, it's too hard. We should yeah. all gauge our ears with hearts. Yeah, no. For heart to heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's not. The um, real reason that I don't have pierced ears is that when, like, do you remember, Eric, do you remember in the 80s when it was kind of like a fad for the middle class ladies to go get their ears pierced for some reason? Everybody's mom got their ears pierced. And uh, my mom was going with her friend and she's like, you can come with us and get your ears pierced. And I said, yay, I want to get two holes in one ear. And she goes, oh, you'll get one hole in each year or you won't get any at all. And I oh. said, I won't get any in all then. And I hate you. <laughs> wow. And then I just never did it after that. Yeah. It was the double piercing in one ear or nothing for you. <laughs> I definitely had to like put up a yeah. fight to get my ears pierced when I was, a, when I was a teen. Um, mm. but- yeah. My brother has pierced ears. My mom has pierced ears. I don't know. Pierced yeah. ears. The, that was not the first note I thought you were going to say. The first note I have is ferns under the glass table. Yes. Did you see that? Did you notice that? No. The, the, kitchen, the kitchen table was a glass top table and there were ferns underneath it. Underneath it, like huh. where your legs go. And it would be so annoying and itchy and like they would touch your legs and it looked purposeful like it was supposed to be that way. I don't want it by my food. No. Too many spores. Yeah. So bizarre. <laughs> really weird. Interior yeah. design. Wow, I can't believe I didn't notice that. Yeah. 
bizarre. Maybe I'm repressing it because I find that deeply unpleasant based on just on, on your description. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Jonathan, the Jonathan and Jennifer are really have a really cute moment after the auction because the earrings get taken out of the auction and then fish eye. Yeah, they go up to them <laughs> and then they talk the auctioneer back into selling the earrings to Max, I guess, for three hundred dollars or for a hundred dollars. Which bucks. is like, why are those in an auction? Yeah, Just go to K Jewelers. <laughs> uh, but then Max, Jennifer's like, "How'd you talk him into it?" And he's like, "The old fish eye," and does this crazy eye to Jennifer. And there's a musical cue <laughs> with it, yeah. <laughs> and then he does like four more yeah, with the leer. Looks. Yeah, there's the fish eye and she the goes, leer. She goes, oh, she goes, "Oh, I thought that was the, the leer." And he's like, "No, the leer is this. The leer is actually very delightful." I yes. found. and it's like <laughs> like a musical cue each time, right? And then she's like, "I need, I'm." Can you give me the fish eye again? I super love. The was, banter was super on point this episode. Yes, yeah. yes. Jonathan and like, Jennifer were so cute. amazingly cute this episode. I, I totally. loved hanging out with them. Yes, and they mentioned being in Africa, which I was like, I might have yes. to go back. Oh, right, Joe. Re-rate. Wait, wasn't there some sort of... Yeah, it was... Uh, what was it that you were going to do or not do? pilot or? episode rating went down a half of a heart because... I said if they're in because they mentioned being going to Africa at the end of the right. pilot episode, and I said if they're in Africa in the next episode, it's like four and a half hearts. If not, it's mm. four hearts, and they weren't, so it's four. And I said if they even mentioned being in Africa, it's four and a half. And now they finally mentioned being in Kenya. So, so are we raising? Are we raising? Are you going to tweak tweak the? I think we should. Right? Okay. I think we should because pilot least... episode is now at ten hearts. Oh wow! A re-rate. Huh. <laughs> Uh, I just found it funny that apparently Jennifer tape recorded them fucking in a tree. I think she was talking about the bug sounds. Well, she said they spent the night in a tree in Kenya and she recorded the whole thing and then suggested playing it to get them in the mood. Ooh. Oh, that's not how I was reading that. Mm. Huh. I was tying it into the thing where she's like, there's, I could bring in some spiders and ants and mosquitoes. <laughs> that was cute <laughs> so too. I, thought, which... <laughs> I was thinking of it, of it as more like a... More like background noise, but you know, yeah. maybe my mind wasn't um, in a smutty enough place. I just think moment. they're always talking about having sex, so it's it. it they are talking about it a lot. That's yeah. true. They're either talking about somebody That's getting murdered or bad. sex, and it seems like a fetish at this point. <laughs> yeah, that was when they were roasting marshmallows over their fireplace <laughs> because everything got stolen. Actually, roasting marshmallows yes. because she yeah. burns the shit out of that marshmallow and then she totally eats it. She sure yeah. did. Yeah, and just, I like I had a second of worry for her. Where I'm like, oh no, don't burn your mouth. That's what I my my instant thought was like, oh my god, she gonna burn her mouth. No, it probably sat out for <laughs> yeah. Like three we, hours. It was like, don't burn your mouth, pretty lady. <laughs> pretty Taffy, lady. don't burn your mouth. <laughs> Taffy, <laughs> Taffy. But I love also that the the hearts get everything taken from them, and they never express any sort of sadness or anger or frustration. Well, she's Jennifer she, does. She misses. Does she? she says, "I'm going to miss some of those she's, pieces. We had so much fun collecting." And then Jonathan, yeah. of course, Mister Optimism, says, yeah. "Think of all the fun we'll have collecting new ones." Yeah, and I'm like, oh God, I love you guys. Which is like, <laughs> at the same time, it reminds me of like walking through the hills near our house here in Silver Lake because it's a beautiful walk at sunset, mm-hmm. but you're walking through all these houses. And you're like, you start to get, it's like really bittersweet because you're like, oh, I'll never be able to afford a house like this. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm walking through this rich person's enclave. So it's like really bittersweet, which is the same with this sort of thing. Cause it's like, um, that's really sweet that you guys aren't upset about it. But at the same time, it's because you're super rich 
and you don't have to be upset about well, it. And they're insured. Yeah. And they're super insured. Right. I think maybe it's just reflective of, of my job or something, which is not an insurance, but <laughs> insurance is, you know, it's something I think about at my job. You get free art. It is a bit like I, I did kind of want, I'm like, glad that Jennifer at least expressed some remorse about it. About yeah, losing so, stuff yeah, because that would be, be weird, really, that'd be really annoying if they were like, oh, well, I guess we got to get new stuff. Like they, they care nothing about anything in their house. But then they don't have to get anything new because everything's oh, in the truck. They got it back. Okay, yeah, never they mind. got it all back. I was going to say if they have that painting above their bed in the next episode, then the rating goes down. But they, of course, no, they'll have they it. got their stuff back. They got all their shit back. Which is right, like the painting, the painting, <laughs> the painting, which w- was we got to see a little more detail of this time. It was nice. I haven't been able to get much more information on that, but I'll keep I'll keep uh, going. There's definitely episodes where you can see the whole painting, but there's no discernible signature that I'm um, able to see. The same scene where they're roasting marshmallows, Jonathan Ed starts saying that he has some suspicion about uh, Charlotte, mm-hmm. of course, because he's Jonathan mm-hmm. Hart. And He's suspicious of every, suspicious of everyone. Totally, Correct. totally. But Jennifer has a great line there that I've never thought about, and I'm, I might start using this line because mm. he asks her, "How do you feel about Charlotte?" And she says, "She says how you managed to combine a question and a statement, unbelievable." Yes, and it's like that's incredible. I've never thought about that before. That was a really uh, that was such a good line that's and a, a perfect line. delivery of it. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So good. I loved that moment. So, Mm -hmm. so good. Yeah, it was fantastic. I feel like this is such a great Jonathan and Jennifer episode because they're just, the chemistry is there. The snappy patter is there. Like it's totally seamless. And then both of them climb out onto the roof of the speeding (laughs) semi Yeah. For some reason. I mean. Like when she climbs out and she just like fully just stands up on the. She also grabs that gun. She when does it goes over the, the edge. Yeah. She oh like my god! Whips yeah. her body over the edge of the truck and then rolls back mm-hmm. onto the <laughs> onto yeah. the roof. That was incredible. Sure. Yeah, action awesome. hero. So the meeting that they had with uh, Robert Mellon, the I'm assuming he was the the, the DA or something, prosecuting yeah, attorney, he was a prosecutor, who was so gross. Uh, yeah, but yeah. their conversation was so wrapped up in grammar and it was really, mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out. Like I, I just didn't get why they kept complimenting each other's I didn't English. get that either. It was really weird. Cause they would but be like. She insulted him. She said, because she said neither is, did she, she say neither she was singular? She corrects him. Cause she's a writer. She says neither, neither is not are. Or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, it's neither is, sing- is singular. But then it's just but, like effusive praise on each other's yeah, use really of the weird. English language. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who gives a like, shit about this? The, the lawyer, what is, is he the a defense attorney? No, he's a prosecutor. prosecutor. Prosecutor says something. And then Jonathan says, another word for that would be fortuitous. And then the prosecutor says like, that's a good word for it. And Jonathan says, thank you. And yeah. then that happens again right after. It does. And you're like, it's what like is this dialogue? pointed. And I, I feel like it had to have been a reference to something yeah. in pop culture at that time or a play, like some popular play or something. Like it, it was bizarre. There's no way that that just like, <laughs> that they just decided to fill the page with that dialogue. I don't know. For me, of course, I found that scene delightful. Although, you know, it's not nice to say, but it's true. The prosecuting attorney, the way they did him up was he was not comely. No. But, you know, that's not his job. His job's not to be a looker. He's there to put criminals behind bars. <laughs> but um, 
<laughs> as someone that <laughs> grammar gate so, yeah so i super love anytime anybody anywhere even if it's confusingly and nonsensically in the da's office i like it when people just just uh, slap it back and forth the fancy words yeah i think i, I appreciate not? it i appreciate if you it. can do <laughs> If you can, do. Yeah. That should be the Nike's new slogan. <laughs> if you can, yeah, do. It's just a, li- it's just a, a little less demanding. And it's then, a little less brusque. It's a little like, less coarse. It gives you an option. And then tiny in parentheses underneath. <laughs> if you can. You can't. Like, don't feel bad if you can't. Don't feel bad if you can't. There's a d- pandemic right now, you guys. <laughs> that's, but if you can. That's in separate but parentheses. But if you can, do. Yeah. But don't feel too bad because there is a right, pandemic. There's like... The world's literally on fire mm-hmm. and there's a pandemic. Yeah. If you can't, do Nike. <laughs> Another classist moment from the episode, if I may, is that when they're in the prosecutor's office, they like pressure him because they're friends with the DA. They like yeah. have him over for dinner and go to the same country club. Yeah, and play no, golf. He takes the bait. That guy won't help help them yeah he's right. dissing them he doesn't know who but they I, are I they're thought they out were to protect max sick. they're they're doing everything they can to protect max right mm-hmm. yeah that's all they're which doing is also adorable which all like this is the first time that their involvement in a mystery seemed fully warranted and like yeah like them going the <laughs> them doing the ridiculous things that they do made perfect sense to me very true very true <laughs> and the i mean the fact that they were able to keep their cool constantly <laughs> was just delightful to watch. It was so much fun. I do give them the benefit of the doubt that it was Max they were trying to help and they weren't just trying to get that painting back to go above their bed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Although that would have also been, I would have loved that episode of like, Jonathan, I need that painting back. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is like, this is probably in the same category with the ferns under the table. But did you notice how strange the backs of the chairs at the auction house were? I did. They were Mm -hmm. were, uh, either see-through <laughs> or they had no cushions or they, they had, were yeah they were it just like just two wooden loops uh, ornate it was just like a single that. a single gold loop and it's like Ouch. what's that for and i yeah. was just like is that for people with fat backs like i just don't really understand <laughs> fat i wasn't bats. sure and that's not that's not i don't i'm not trying to fat shame anybody i just was legitimately <laughs> thinking like is that really a chair that is out there i've never seen it before which doesn't really mean much but i was just like what's the purpose of that chair if that is a real chair I it felt like an optical this. illusion to me like I, I i i remember that scene and i was looking at the chairs thinking like wait where are the cushions mm-hmm. where are the where's the back of the i mean yeah. if chair. those are lucite backed gold frame chairs it's like i kind of want those those are so <laughs> weird mm-hmm. like is the is the seat of the chair also lucite because then it's like it just looks like an impossible chair, which I sort of love. And if any chair designers are listening to this, like you should check that shit out and oh, make man. those chairs because that's weird. And to make a table the same way with a yes. clear top with the gold. Lucite like, and gold is a, a, a design I've never seen before together. And that does sound incredible. Oh, it'd be what really a, good. The idea good. of that. Yeah. Anyways, those chairs. I'm wondering if maybe those chairs just had backs that you could change out like a set dressing and they just didn't do it for some reason. maybe or they were because people were just sitting in them most of the time and they weren't really thinking or they were mm. just weird props or like like yeah like props that were meant to just be empty chairs mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know i that was, was confusing though like it they, they took the backs out because at one point in the episode 
there was a plot line that they were going to shoot where someone injects poison into someone's butt crack. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> I, I like to think that the the two Stay big tuned. dumb guys stole all the backs of the chairs. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's like a little. There's another the one- little truck with a bunch of chair backs. In it. Yeah. For me, I feel like the the Mister Clean looking dude mm-hmm. when he uh, when they go to kill Daniel J. Trevante in that mean lady Charlotte's apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, the outfit that that guy's wearing is so perfectly of the moment, so mm-hmm. utterly, totally 1979 by my recollection that I was just like, oh, <laughs> I kind of liked him. Because of that, so he's wearing just like jeans with like a slight, not wide legs, but just a, a boot cut, baby. A boot cut, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, and he's wearing just a plaid button-down shirt, and just it's which fits just a little snugly. And then he has on a nylon blue Nike Cortez, and it's like that's real. That's what that guy came to work in. That was a it's genuine a and good look. Uh, I I was really into Jennifer's auction suit, her her purple suit Mm -hmm. that looked so good it fit her so perfectly uh she looked great she looked great and it looked great in that red auction room ah so good can we talk about the weird thing that charlotte wore when they had dinner at her house yeah okay i remember was that when she was wearing the the white with the lavender and pink checked scarf that i saw and was like this is a dora lee Rhodes scarf from nine to five like no. Something Dolly Parton would have. <laughs> no, she was kind of. She and Jennifer were both doing wearing kind of the hostess getup, where it's like the dress over the pants, right? The tunic over the pants, I should say. And so Charlotte had on a tunic that kind of looked like, oh. kind of reminded me of like hospital gown, eighties hospital yes, gown looking thing. I remember that. She, they, and Max was at it her was apartment. Not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't good. No, it was like tight in the wrong places and weirdly snug and like uncomfortable looking. And it looked like this wasn't cute. It wasn't good. It wasn't doing her any favors as the, as the saying goes. But also I think at that point, because I know that she is a a treacherous bitch that (laughs) I, I hate everything about her. Wow. I'm just ready for Charlotte to just choke on it. Very protective of Max, but she ends up saving Max in the end. What about that? I'm protective protective of everybody that gets fucked by some fucking liar. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So sue me. By a treacherous snake. But she saves him in the end because she doesn't have to come back. And that's the only thing that saves him. Technically, the hearts, the hearts save him. Yeah. Well, I mean, they he got gets... rid of the evidence because they murdered everybody. No one's telling. No one's <laughs> telling me that that bald guy, that bald guy wasn't wearing gloves. His fingerprints are on that gun. There's a deleted scene where they like they have the bald guy outside the truck, and Jennifer shoots him in the back of the head, <laughs> <laughs> and then kicks his body into the gutter. <laughs> no, she goes. She goes back. Let me check the kitchen, and she pulls out a big knife. Yeah, and just comes out and stabs him. him. Right, she's like, I found this in the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> she spits in his face. <laughs> Here's something that I was wondering about when they are in the back of the truck. I feel like, oh, Jennifer, I relate when she's like, oh, I. Where she just basically says like, oh, I wish I was wearing something different if we're going to San Francisco or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but then Jonathan's got the Zippo out and it's yeah. like, why do they need it to be light back there? <laughs> and how long was he holding that Zippo open? It was like hours. 
it seemed like. Also, like the fridge didn't seem strapped down or anything. So I guess maybe that's why you want the lighter on so that your own <laughs> yeah. shit doesn't fall on you and kill you. <laughs> so you know but if you're at the get same smashed. time, it's like we're sitting right next to the fridge and the gun cabinet. Yeah. Mm. The gun With cabinet. With the flashlight <laughs> and our copper pants, our copper saute pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, why was there like a detour for construction? Remember they made a big point of showing that there was like it there- was just so that Jennifer could almost nail that line from All About Eve, but she doesn't say the line correctly, which I thought was really interesting. I was like, oh, that's why they're doing. It. And then I was like, wait a second. What's the line? What does she say? She says, "Buckle up, it's going to be a bumpy night." Oh, is the yeah. line from? Oh. Uh, or it's fasten your seatbelts. I think it's buckle up. In okay. Just All because it's Eve, like a bumpier I, road. The part that I was sure is like, it's, it's going to be a bumpy night okay. and the classic line from the film all about Eve. And so she says, Fasten your seatbelts. I think we're in for a bumpy evening. I thought that was the, absolutely the only reason why they did that. Yeah. So I got to give it to them for that. It's like, that's awesome. There was some great convoy music too when they were driving. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. When they're first like going on the highway, it's like, well, it's all waka waka waka. Like yeah. kind of weirdly, weirdly uh, jaunty for the fact that they're trapped in the back of a truck. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. that, it was that like country disco thing yeah. Mm-hmm. that, yeah, that works sometimes. And it worked on this episode. I, again, sure. the music, the music continues it, to be. It got yeah. a little BJ so in the pleasing. bear. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Exactly. Maybe that's, yeah, there must've been some. Anyway, I wonder what they were referencing with this like semi truck because it definitely wasn't Fast and the Furious. No, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder there's, what it was. Well, I mean, there's was Convoy '80s or was that '70s? I thought Convoy was '70s. Maybe it's like a Smokey and the Bandit sort yeah. of reference. I mean, like by when was BJ and the Bear? That was probably about the same time. Eighty. I think it was, yeah. Do they get in yeah, fights? Yeah, and like every which way but loose is obviously the origin point for that, right? Mm-hmm. Do they get into fights on on the semi trucks in those shows? Uh, I can't speak to that because my favorite thing about BJ and the Bear was just the theme song. <laughs> BJ and the Bear was seventy eight to eighty one. So there so, we go. There we go. Greg Evigan and okay. Primate. Um. So his the the auctioneer's whole plot was that he steals shit from places and then auctions it off. Surely someone would notice that eventually, right? You would think so. In fact, you would because auction houses are the pawn shop of the wealthy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like that you would instantly go to the Springfield auction house. Yeah, and- it seems like the hearts would definitely notice if all of their artwork was being auctioned off. Like a, a, San Francisco is a five-hour drive from LA. It's not that far. Yeah. So I think that would definitely get noticed. It's $80,000 worth of stuff. Yeah. So the contents of the entire house is only worth $80,000. Even with the inflation like now, like I feel like that's lowballing it. Yeah, that seems Con- low. Considering some of the artwork that hangs in the Hearts house. You mean like, like their Van Gogh? And their Degas. <laughs> um, but for me, I was kind of thinking like, I wonder how much the fridge goes for. <laughs> Eighty thousand dollars in nineteen seventy nine is equivalent in purchasing power to two hundred and eighty six thousand dollars in two thousand twenty. That's still low for for the contents of their home. That's still lowballing. I feel like Jennifer's closet is worth two hundred. Yes. Well, yeah, we know that their house is also worth twenty eight million dollars and sits on like twenty eight <laughs> acres because we saw it on a real estate website. So you're gonna fill that house with millions of dollars worth of goods. Yeah, I would think. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a YouTuber or something, a TikTok celebrity. <laughs> well, let's see. How much does one Degas painting cost? 
you would we would ask you that yeah that's your that's your, your area. territory i'm not i'm not allowed to say but it's a lot <laughs> can i ebay it <laughs> what's rich people's ebay um Southern bay bid something bid oh um what is it called there is one i mm, just found dibs. out first dibs first dibs first dibs yeah um, I saw Dakota Johnson had bought a chandelier off there. So that's how I knew about Weird. that. Weird. Mm, when you're just following Dakota Johnson around. No, it's wait, that. which one is she? It's time to come out of the closet. I'm on TikTok. I didn't watch an internet <laughs> video. Every time I say I watched a video on the internet, it's I watched a TikTok just so everyone knows. <laughs> so we're all clear. <laughs> Every night we would like have drinks with our neighbors and I would always constantly be saying, I watched a TikTok that was like this. And then, so I just started saying internet videos. <laughs> so no, I'm not stalking. Good cover, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a video on the internet somewhere. I don't know where. But when you say internet videos, it just makes you sound like a YouTuber, which I feel yeah. like it's like, isn't that all kind of the same? Yeah. I sort I of don't, for me, my demographic TikTok, I don't have adult children or teen nieces and nephews i know so for me i'm just like what's it for uh, um you should download it for one don't tell me what it's day. for just no. download it for one day and you'll be hooked only one of us needs to be immersed in the yeah the uh, fantastic world of so-called internet video i'll catch you guys up to what the youths are about and right now they're <laughs> about first dibs <laughs> eric can be on the tweet tour <laughs> you can watch internet videos yeah um and i'll just be over here with my uh problematic fancy words you'll, yeah you'll be pricing big uh, paintings just weaponizing multiple multi-syllabic uh, <laughs> phrases weaponizing them. yeah look out everybody she hit me with five <laughs> syllables yesterday yeah peligro yeah um eric had a rewrite for this episode though which i think is a pretty good one what was my rewrite what? Because the nurse walks in. Now you're in. both doing rewrites. Well, Stop it. Oh no! This yeah, it's this a was great, a simple. It would have been a great. This is a simple little, thing that would have been cute. Yeah. Uh, when at the end of the episode, when Max is free and he's expressing that, hey man, it's good. You know, I don't mind Plenty that she's gone. Plenty of fish in the yeah. sea. It's mm. better to have loved and lost. Or, or if you if you Whatever. fail, if you at first you don't succeed, fail and fail, fail, fail again. Fail, fail, fail. Yeah, fail, I love Max. I was like, wow, that's. Two more fails than probably was affected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then a nurse walks in and it's evident by her banter that her and Max have a date coming up and he mm -hmm. bought her a bracelet. And I was really like, if she would have just walked in wearing the earrings, yeah. there would be no dialogue necessary. They, yeah. they could have like Jonathan and Jennifer could have just given Max a sly look and he could have put his cigar in his mouth, freeze frame credits. Ugh. And it would have been so cute. Yeah. But- like and they would I have also, done a little glint on yes, the ear. Yes, exactly. But, but so he, cute. Yeah. he also uh, probably was like, no, those wouldn't look good on her. <laughs> yeah. Also, those earrings were worth one to $300. So they probably had to like return them to Nordstrom's or wherever they shopped in I 1979. Was, I was tempted much like, like Joe, you asked an HR professional about mm -hmm. Jonathan fist fighting everyone as like undercover boss on the docks with the maybe Chinese question oh. mark box. Giant fish. Yes. Okay. While we're on the, I, uh, while I, have, I have to. Uh, Asioid writing. I have a correction to make yeah. while we're on this topic. But go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I I know somebody who works at an auction house, and I was sort of tempted to be like, hey, if people pull things from the auction, like, is this a made-up thing that you would then sell it at the lowest end of the average? And then I just realized, like, 
No, that's none of that is real, Ellen. Yeah, there's do not ask that person because they will look at you weird for the rest of the time that you know them. So <laughs> no, it would have been not ask them. It would have been more realistic to me if Jonathan was like, I paid, I paid double the uh, the high, right. uh, the then high average, them. and then let Max yeah. buy them for a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. But I, I still can't. Why are they auctioning off hundred dollar earrings? Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Like even the, at seventy nine, right before it was a set. Because they were of, stolen, so anything is profit. But it's a that's set, true. They were auctioning off a set of candlesticks that were going for five thousand dollars before that. But they did get pulled, so maybe they got pulled because the price was. So low. <laughs> we, I'm sorry, we have discovered <laughs> that these are cheap. <laughs> we have pulled them. Was the we're pulling going to sell them to the butler for a hundred dollars? Yeah. <laughs> One of the other reasons that I didn't pursue like actually asking an auction professional any questions about the episode is not a reflection on the episode, but I was like, don't do it, Ellen. We're nine episodes in and you are seriously starting to seem like a not very normal person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You got to not bring this up at work anymore. Um, I don't want to seem like Meryl Streep on still the night. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I God. only want to be dressed like Meryl Streep in Still of the Night. I love that movie so much. Oh. I, have, I think I've tried to get you to watch that. Pulls the eyes off the teddy bear. It just yes. makes I am. I'll never forget it. Um, I wake Je- up screaming. Jessica Tandy and Roy Scheider's like <laughs> casual dream interpretation scene of that. All right, green box woman, green grade. What's left? Like I was like, holy shit! What the so fuck is amazing. going on? You dream of a box, and that means woman. Box falls I want to dress like Meryl Streep in She Devil. Everyone wants to dress like Meryl Streep in She Devil. Um, my correction right. that I Done. must, I am dying to make, is that our neighbor Erica, who I said was an HR lawyer, oh, even yeah. though I didn't even know what that was or if that was a thing. I at think all. you said they were a pro- just were an HR professional. That's what I remember. Okay, good because she is a um, an employment a employment attorney is what she is. Oh wow! And I'm so sorry, Erica, for miss occupationing you <laughs> and I owe you a donut and a coffee for it. Even also because you bought me one, but wow. You and Eric both have made, uh, um, like Wonders. amendments or, uh, corrections on the podcast. And maybe I maybe am never... not self-aware or uh, it's not possible that I am not misspeaking. Well, so I guess I'll just apologize and say that I did something wrong and then it'll just cover the last nine episodes, right? Like, I'm sorry, everybody. I was wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> you were but wrong not about Norman. Time. Norman's um, gross. What was Eric's uh, amendment? Do you remember? Well, there was that whole, that's not Deanne. That's Deanne. Oh, also, you know what else? While we're on the topic, I rewatched the scene from the last episode uh, from Cop Out. That mm-hmm. scene where they talk to the pimp is not understandable. It is unintelligible what's happening in that scene. And he does say a house collapsed onto me he at was, the very beginning. It and was you figurative. Don't, it was figurative, but you don't know what he's talking about or why he's even in the episode yet. So it was so fucking confusing. Even the second time I watched it, I was like, wait, what is he talking about? I didn't find it Hang as on. confusing. Is, I was is so there, confused. Is there really an argument to be made to just go back, rewatch, no offense, Joe, to go back, rewatch <laughs> something and then be like, yeah, I still didn't understand what was going <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm arguing anymore for my... <laughs> I don't even know is I have a stance. A no. I think this is a cry is for help. A <laughs> yeah, please help me. 
If there are any uh, neurologists watching or listening, please, please contact us. I guess I'm defending like why I would get that wrong because that scene to me was so fucking confusing. And he does start the scene by saying a house fell down on me. I actually think that a neurologist should be more concerned about how desperately you wanted to call that gross Norman from murder <laughs> between friends, Howard. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to, a neurologist needs to be consulted about why <laughs> Joe wants to fuck Howard. Norman. <laughs> no, Howard was what I called Norman. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's my Norman. Well, I am not an HR attorney, nor an employment, employment. attorney. Appo- I am not attorney. an attorney, but I have made my blanket apology because it seems like maybe I'm the only one who doesn't understand that I'm making mistakes or saying the wrong thing. The two of you have both been very forthcoming and acknowledging where you feel you've made missteps and mm-hmm. errors, um, small Maybe Whoa. large, Deanne. Yeah. But I feel like I just, I need to just every nine episodes, I'm going to make a blanket apology because <laughs> I just know myself enough to know that I am not aware enough to mm. just get so specific. I, I think you I guys think made they, a mistake about Norman. Uh, yeah, you're weird. <laughs> yeah, okay. You guys made that mistake. Knowing how wrong I am all the time, I'm yeah. just going to believe him. <laughs> Even though he can't say employment attorney. Employment attorney. <laughs> Erica, the employment attorney. We are so sorry. Heart to heart. It was murder. We apologize to you for misoccupation. Well, you. two of us do. I have nothing to do with this. Oh, I don't, I don't give a shit either. Mm. Uh, but what I do give a shit about, uh, give a shit about is our one and only segment. Yes. Pick your poke. <laughs> do you guys have pokes lined up? I do. Oh, me too. I know. I bet I know oh, who's your, yours is. Uh, I didn't wait, even think. I start. Okay. Do I start this one? Yeah. Are we going? Or do Ellen. we go in? Do we go, we go in the same order as the I don't 60 think, second uh, okay. max, right? Ellen, whenever we start the segment, Ellen's like hides behind the microphone a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because this segment's gross. It is gross. <laughs> it is gross. I, I fully admit that it's gross. We're gay men. You have to give it to us. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Okay. It, it just makes me laugh. Go for it. I think it's funny. Go uh, for it. And I also you support laughter. Just so we're clear, I'm pro laughter. I, I don't think that I can dehumanize an actor from 19. 1979 television show. We can uh, pick our poke and Ellen can pick the person that she could fall madly in love with. I, no, Ellen has <laughs> nope. to be. Yeah. No, that's not a thing. Is no. that better? Ellen? No, it all has to be, it all has to be dirty. That was so gender biased. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, but Eric is just so, he's all lubed up and ready to pick his poke. Yep. It's Baldy himself. The, uh, what? The, yep. It's the big ball oh, guy. Man. Cause he had that Ooh, nose on is him. Is it the Nike Cortez? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it was the schnoz. Like that big nose on him was so cute. And he had a really cute smile. He seemed, he was cute. Friendly. I mean, yet murderous, but friendly. I mean, it's a job. He yeah. didn't see, he didn't come across his bad acting for me was that he didn't necessarily come across as evil. He just came across as kind of dopey. Yeah, he definitely did. I, feel like any bald guy that looks remotely like that i'm always like the hills have eyes yeah i i it's the but the nose that nose he had was so like awesome in the actual definition of that word uh i i thought he was so cute and i wanted to i wanted to kiss his nose he was awestruck yeah so that's my poke okay so my poke was this was a strong one too i was like even if we weren't choosing pokes, I would have been like, damn, that guy is so handsome. It was uh, mm. 
the Ferengi guy. Edgar? Was that his name in the episode? Edgar? Mm-mm. That's not Edgar. Daniel J. Trevanti. Oh, he, that's Edgar. Charlotte's yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. I was, was like, he, he was, was so handsome. He was really close to being mine. And his, his shirt, he, when he was in his like uh, little white t- tank top t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, God, you look good. Yeah. He looks great. But he has no lips. And that's, mm. that's usually kind of a, yeah. like lips and ass are the things that I <laughs> lips tend and ass. to yeah, pay he attention totally to. totally has like your about to be receding hairline thing though. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, he looked good. He I was, like that. he was very, he's a handsome man. He's Yeah. He's great looking. And I found a picture of him in a Speedo just now. Oh. All uh, right. Joe Ellen. and I, Joe and I have the same poke. Oh, yay. Because Daniel J. Trevanti, um, I guess I think more of him. I'm not. It's, is it fair that I'm not thinking of him from this episode? I'm thinking of him a few him? years, a few years down the road when he is on Hill Street Blues. Yeah, that's him. Holy yeah. shit! But he's so he's on Hill Street Blues, and it's like a terrific performance, and he's super appealing. Yeah, Hill Street Blues. No, I never watched that? Hill Street Blues. I mean, it was a, that's another one that was like on. I, the theme song is a memory of mine, but not the mm-hmm. show. Theme song's good, yeah. Um, but Daniel Trevante, so I always think of him from that show, and in that show, I find found him to be like what I know now to be kind of like a sexy daddy vibe. Yeah, Ooh, no, yeah. he's he's mm-hmm. not. Um, so in this show, I was kind of like, oh, oh my god, I didn't remember that it would be him, and he's young and whatever, but he is wearing a yucky daddy thing in that episode, which is the weird windbreaker, which I don't like. Oh, I didn't like that windbreaker either with the Mm-mm, with the like really the wide collar. I don't remember No, I don't it. like that. I just don't like that weird, whatever that color, tan, yeah. putty color is. All the, like all the men in Heart to Heart do have that like your dad's friend thing that <laughs> like just all actors, I guess, in the 70s kind of had. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. Like, I mean, he I'm literally talking it. about my dad's friends from 1979. <laughs> so it's like, this is what men look oh, like. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. but I just know what yeah, you mean. Yeah, they just look like that, yeah. I mean, the actors were older then, right? I mean, like, this yes. guy was, like, in his 50s in this role. No, just, no, 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 no. No? Really? No. 40s? People were just allowed to look older. <laughs> they were oh. just allowed to look their age. No, but, like, I feel like now... Hashtag no filter. But aren't, aren't all <laughs> actors now, like, 14 to 24 now. Yes, and that's why they look younger than actors in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, because they were actually in their 40s. They're actually just grown adults, yeah. yeah he Except was, for Jonathan Hart Jr., who was a kid. Daniel J. Trevante was 39 uh, at the airing you mean Elf of that episode. He was 39? Yeah. Oh, he looks like he's in his 50s. And Stephanie Powers is 37 <laughs> in the show. And Jonathan and Robert Wagner is 50, 50 yeah. or 51. He was yeah. 50. And then I wanted to see wow. how old Max was. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Robert Wagner does not look 50 in the in these no, episodes. He, looks, he, look, he could look well, like he could be in his 30s. He looks good. Yeah, he looks really good. He just looks handsome. Um, <laughs> uh, Max was 71. Wow. He looks great. Get it, he Max. He does look great. Get it, Max. Looks great is great. I, I love hearing him talk. I just love his, I love when he gets a role in the show because his voice is amazing for one. It's just that perfect character voice. But mm-hmm. he also, he has like, there's a warmth and there's this, that slightly scrappy, uh, you know, New York-y yeah. gruffness coupled with his poetic phrase <laughs> and like his, he's so charming he's so fucking good i yeah. love him he did he does a li- couple literary quotes in this episode he too. does <laughs> well, did you guys know max what you know max is worldly he he knows 
he knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Mm-hmm. But Lionel Sander, of course, in real life was was born in the Bronx. So the accent is real. Mm-hmm. But then there's also his whole crazy thing where he was blacklisted as the result of McCarthyism and accused of being a member of the Communist Party. And he Fuck, really? also clearly had, I don't think he was actually a card carrying member of the Communist Party, but he absolutely was aligned with those views. And for the rest of his life, even after he returned to acting as a career um he was a very left-wing activist for the rest of his life oh that's awesome wow that's Max, so cool you're lionel <laughs> i was, love you was he blacklisted <laughs> after being on heart to heart or no no oh no, right no, oh 50s. yeah that wouldn't make sense right yeah, yeah. totally yeah, okay so ratings if anyone needs to know we rate this zero to five hearts 12 to 15 hearts is a heart attack mm-hmm 15 hearts is a heart of gold. 8 to 11 hearts is a heart murmur. Heart murmur. And below 7 is... Heartworm. A heartworm. Mm-hmm. And if there, if we ever have a zero, which I don't think we ever will, no. it would be heartless. 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 Uh, <laughs> I'm giving this one... Th- I'm struggling. <gasps> I'm struggling. I think oh. it's a fluff. It's a fluff episode. It's a fluff episode, mm. episode that I loved. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Disagree. Um... <laughs> Uh, I I like spending time with Max. Max was great. Uh, But I can't give it a super high score because now we are living post cop out, post you made me kill you. You made you made me kill you. Yeah. 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 Uh, So both hearts of gold, right? Yes. Both hearts of gold. Uh, Mm. I would. You're saying those are game changers. They are. They are. Yeah. Um, I agree. But God, I really, I really did enjoy like. Everyone was great. And I'm going to give it four hearts. Fuck it. I, I was going to give it three and a half, but that feels kind of lame. I'm giving it four hearts because we got amazing Jonathan and Jennifer interactions. We got a lot of really great Max. We got some actual um, freeway acting <laughs> when he gets stuffed in a cupboard, which wouldn't hold that dog, by the way. But uh, <laughs> four hearts. All right. All right. Me? Jojo. Uh, I feel very strongly for hearts. I don't, I don't, I feel it earned it. It deserves it. This is an episode that I would recommend to a new viewer to get into the show, honestly, because it has a lot going for it. It was way more entertaining than, um, murder between friends, way more entertaining than that had a point for the hearts to get embroiled into this murder scene. Uh, Max gets to show a little bit of his character and his love life. I love that. And then the the fucking semi truck fight scene was incredible. It yes. was so good. Yes. And that's there's a true. car wreck. So amazing. Yeah. And I love mm. the banter between the hearts was really, really great. Spot on. Four hearts. All right, Ellen. All right. Um I am more closely aligned with Eric in terms of how I feel about the episode. Because I do think this is a pretty standard episode, but I also think that all the Jonathan and, and Jennifer interplay is spot on. It's really good. It's really smart. It's what makes you love the show. Mm-hmm. So I also sort of connect with what Joe's saying. Like, I do think it's a good gateway episode, you know, for people with weak constitutions, I guess. <laughs> um, but I'm so much more a fan in terms of my personal taste of creepy episodes or Mm -hmm. CD episodes. And so, of course, like moving forward, I know that finally 
things come together and we have the snappy pattern that that beautiful banter and that intense connectivity and chemistry along with seedy and creepy shit. Mm. But we can't see that from where we're standing right now, theoretically, but it's true after, um, you made me kill you, which is so great. <laughs> Big up to Peggy. Peggy. Um, and Cop Out, which is just so remarkable, even in, or especially in 2020, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, but this episode is like a necessary episode. Like it fits a little bit more with the pacing um, than Murder Between Friends. So I'm, I'm going to give it a, a four because I... I'm trying to to find the balance between just episodes that I super, super love um, and episodes that I think support the series overall. Because it's season one, I feel like it's important for me to give give the shout outs to episodes that I think just supports like it, where it's like the bedrock of, of the show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So That's the four thing. hearts. Cool. Yeah, this is a good bedrock episode for sure. This is an episode Absolutely. that if I, if I didn't know the show... And it was airing on TV and syndication when I was like homesick or or mm-hmm. something. And, right. and I you're just like, like in a hotel room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I caught this episode, I would absolutely want to watch more of this show. Mm-hmm. So right, because because Jonathan Jennifer suck you in, right? Yeah, and Max. Yeah. Like Max is even though even if you don't know Max, if you watch this episode, you're like, I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve. That's a heart attack. It is hard though. Like Ellen was saying, you kind of know what's coming way more than me, obviously, but it's like, it's really hard to rate a show based on just what I know of it. And so I like kind of want to, but I want to give, it's like, I want to have bad ratings for certain episodes and I want to give like hit heart or murder between friends. I want to give it a lower rating for some reason, but I just, I don't know why I want that. Cause I just feel like it didn't live up to the, what we know of the hearts now, but I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Because it did have stuff going for it, yeah. though. I mean, okay. Never it wasn't a bad, that wasn't a bad episode. It was just, it was just middle of the road. Yeah. It was very middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, Ellen, what are we mm-hmm. watching next? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad you asked, Eric. Originally airing on November 27th, 1979. Next week, we'll be talking about a new kind of high. Yeah. <laughs> and that's high spelled H-I-G-H. As opposed to hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to a new kind of high. Hi. Um, a heart industries chemist is shot and the heart suspect a female scientist who has discovered a powerful new narcotic. Jennifer and Jonathan find themselves in a weather chamber subjected to brutal and swift changes in temperature. What? Oh, my God. Amazing. That sounds incredible. This cannot be a bad episode. How? Oh, uh, it's like Bionic Woman. These are the things that, like, I love television. Like, mm. I'm sorry. All, <laughs> all y'all kill your television people. Kill your television. Yeah, you Leave go ahead. Alone. Like, mm. just put your television out to pasture. Someone else can use yeah, it. Yeah, do it. It's the, uh, Oh, my God. I love TV. I love TV. These ludicrous scenarios. I hate brutal and swift changes in temperature. (laughs) What are they going to wear? Will they survive it? Yeah, I'm not dressed for this. Mm -hmm. Let's kill somebody in a terrible rollover car accident. Let's shoot through their windshield. It's okay. He was so high on cocaine, he didn't feel a thing. He was a criminal, you guys. Yeah. 
All right, we we've done another one, and we are we are. I'm so ready for the next one. Wait, I'm so ready attack? for a new kind of pie. Um, follow <laughs> us. If we all Whoa. really, we all need something. Max and love though. It barely made it to a heart. It's attack. It's a heart attack. It's a barely. twelve. It's the lowest heart attack. It is the lowest okay. possible heart attack. I'll give it that. But that is still in That's the upper it. echelon of episodes of Heart to Heart for us so far. Hmm. It is. Yeah. We don't need good. to shame it. I feel good about that. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on uh, on Instagram. Both are it was murder pod. Uh, you can email us at it was murder pod at gmail.com. Which is so exciting to me when you guys forward me those emails. I maybe I don't have enough going on, I'm, but I'm excited by that. Trust yes. me, I'm also thrilled. Like every time, it ha- <laughs> like the the two times yeah. that it's happened, I was thrilled. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one thing when like a friend is like listening and like loving it, you, but a total stranger is listening. That's so, that feels really great. Yeah. I love that. Neat. I know. And there is that moment where I'm like, is this just Joe and Eric with fake Gmail accounts? <laughs> <laughs> it would be Eric. <laughs> yeah uh, do you think that i have one the time or two the the interest in fooling you guys <laughs> and fooling us with fake email accounts? it's a long con he's not even releasing the episodes oh, no. yeah <laughs> they're not I, going I anywhere know. i'm not mixing music i'm just I'd making be, email addresses sort of flattered i think it was kind of thoughtful mm-hmm. and if either of you guys fell in love with somebody who then turned on you and robbed your house i would solve your murder but we Wait, weren't murdered in that killed? scenario. <laughs> mm. Or that person's murder. That person's actual lover's when, murder. You mean when the person that robbed me gets murdered? The person you were in love with you can leave it alone. gets murdered. <laughs> I will solve that murder for you to get out of jail. Well, well you. will you get my shit back, though? Mm, probably not. <laughs> That's a lot. All right. Thanks for listening. We're we'll in talk too to deep. You. Okay, we'll talk night, to you in a couple days. Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Freeway. <laughs>